Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Nothing better than a professor. Watch him cook up cooling. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike Cooley. Keep it hot like a pot of carrot. Sweet as made bear. Question is, is she single? Is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be geeking off G Laughing till I'm nauseous, cause she ain't, they going all in Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched They let her cuss and they fuck shit up Brother I keep my money right, make sure you keep that money right Make sure you keep that money right, glam shit, keep the jewelry tight Make sure you keep it, we on weekly, make sure you peep it Matt King state of mind, the best kept secret Ain't nothing to it but to do it, so do it Introduce it, the gang it might cool it Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. You are tuned into the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. Uh, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? You know what that means. It's time for the Cooley in the Gang show. Max, Jordan, Linnea, yo, yo. Mayberry. Hey. The professor's here. His camera's off, so either he's A, in the car, going somewhere, so he'll be leaving at 7.15, or <laughs> he might be on the ship. Right, you, you both round on both accounts. I was cooking. I ain't want y'all to see my my skills. Boo! Get off the stage. <laughs> <sighs> uh, anyway, um, I'm glad to be here. Everybody good? Everybody have a uh, happy spring. Oh yeah, first day of spring. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Got, little, got some noodles and got a little That's, pot. He got, got the pasta. He know he he took that yeah. right out of the. Uh-oh. <laughs> he got a little. He know he got that from the freezer. He got a a bag, a bag and one and shit. <laughs> See, <he got> a <laughs> pasta visual. Uh, what's up, uh, Dina? What's going on, um, NJ Richie? I got I got the sounds back. Uh, Lynn Wood is in the building. Everybody, before we get started and take this wonderful journey, hit that share button. It's free. It's the thing. Um, we tell you always bring a friend when you come to the show, because um, you never know what you may learn. You never, you know, you might be the one that want to report us. So you know, do what you feel. if you ain't report us last week and you enjoyed the show last week, then you definitely is down with us. Yeah. Um, anything interesting happened between uh, Wednesday to? Today, anybody? Mm-mm. Anything people you fancy on the web or pissed you off or nothing? Mm-hmm. Everybody good? Okay. That's I haven't good. even been paying attention to the news recently. Yeah, if it wasn't for this show, I probably wouldn't even be on social media. And that's <laughs> that's honest to goodness facts. I, I I 
feel so out of place sometimes, like with this. I don't know, just certain things. I just, I don't know. I just feel out of place sometimes. Um, y'all know I love those. Um, what the, what's it called? Like when you got to pick one. Uh, when they do like the records, the albums. Well, this oh, one based, the group. Yeah, you know I like presenting that to y'all. This one was based off the Wire Nails that posted this, and you can only pick one. Oh damn! To call Ooh. if it's going down. Oh man! Who you calling? You got Chris Partlow, you got Slim Charles, you got Cheese, and you got Weebay. It's going down. What I'm calling them for. need somebody to tool up. <laughs> it's about to well, go down. Wait a minute. Down. So what's going down? That's that's what determines. I mean, you said it's about Only, to go down. It depends. What's going down, is it? Wait, 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 wait. Chris, Chris all day. Maybe yeah. Are you taking this somewhere I'm else? I'm just trying to say. I, I can quickly answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of here. Look, I, I'm like she kept saying. I'm thinking like go down. She said down. I'm like no, 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 not down. I ain't not down. I ain't. I ain't. No, we also Warren G, Nate Dog stuff. If you need somebody. I can't even say strap but up. You said cool if you, up. But here's the thing. You said if you need somebody, you know, and then you said tool. That's why I said I it depends on. It's all fucked up, ain't it? If you, you, know, where you, if you need to... somebody to bring the pistol to get, with, that actually takes real bullets. <laughs> yeah, <ooh. laughs> from I was about to say, you can take that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riding with Chris on that one. Chris Partlow. That's what yeah. uh, so we got. Uh, Sienna said. Now I don't. Now the ladies in the room. Now I don't know how they. Now I don't even know how they taking it. But let's just. Uh, Sienna said Chris. Dina said Chris. Um, Max said Chris. Lenana said Chris. Chris. Damn. Yeah. That is that because he the only one that didn't go to jail? <laughs> no, he got locked up. Yeah, he got locked up. He's he he seen to be the smartest one out of all of them, though. Right. Yeah. And he definitely go hard. He go harder than everybody else. Damn, Mayberry mm -hmm. said Chris, too? Mm hmm. Dang. Okay, well, I was even I was going with Weebeck or Slim Charles. I really was leaning towards Slim Charles. Um, I just knew I wasn't taking cheese because after he did his uncle greasy, I, I told mm. him that nigga definitely going. Do you as soon as you turn your back? Yeah, all the rest of them look like they'll tell at some point. You yeah. say what? They're all the rest of them look like they'll tell at some point. If he don't comb, if you don't comb your head, you don't give a damn about life. You ain't telling me like no. <laughs> <laughs> what if you don't comb your hair? <laughs> well, <laughs> just don't care. Okay. Okay. That's hey, that's the rule. I guess Chris is the unanimous winner on that one. Yes. Damn. Chris was a pretty smart uh yeah. brother. Get it done. But I like when I see those. Those interest me on um social media. Mm. Um so uh Another thing I saw that caught my interest after three decades, uh, Maury is finally getting canceled. Yeah, the question I had was he was still on. I didn't even know the show. No, he, he, he was still on. He was he was hanging on by a thread. You know, every generation has that fucked up part that you just wish never existed. Like I think, like this generation, they got nod, little Nas X. Um, they got mumble rap. You know, they got things where you're gonna have to take that all away with you. It's not the best. Like. We got Jerry Springer, Mari Povich, Millie Vanilli, Vanilla Ice. I think we might be the worst. 
I think we might have brought. Uh, I think we got the the most strikes against us. What you you ain't like ice ice baby? <laughs> you want bumping that in the car? You want you want bumping ice ice baby? I'm still. You know, it, it, it sounded it sounded better at a certain time, but now if I try to go back and listen, like you it would think like somebody a DJ, no DJ has ever tried to blend that in and nothing, you know. And and it no. really was something we was all jamming to. Got Huh? He got sued by David Bowie because he used Under Pressure, and he did. Oh, um, yeah, Under Pressure, David Bowie. Were y'all still watching Mari? Uh, I use it in my jokes. Yeah. This was on social media before social media for us, though. Right, like, right. Like, we, had Jenny Late, we had Jenny Jones. We had Rolando. Jenny Jones was good. Jones. I, did, I like hey, Jenny Jones. I yeah, forgot about Jenny Jones. And what yeah, about Jenny Ricky Jones. Lake? We Ricky had Ricky Lake. Lake. I was about to say Ricky Lake. Jenny Jones, the only one that really had some real life shit jump ball. Remember, yes. she brought that uh, gay person on to confess that they liked the other person. You'll end up shooting them or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. That had her off for a little bit. Yeah, yeah my, my uh Dina said her grandmother watches it. My grandmother watched Maury faithfully. And I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why my grandmother is so, so, so stuck on uh, Maury Povich. Like so, so I'll tell you what was out when I was younger. Well, do y'all remember the person who, who was doing all of that wild shit prior to all of these people you just named? Besides Howard Stern, but Howard Stern don't really count. Geraldo. Yeah, Geraldo yeah. 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 got his shit split. Yeah, yeah. he did a little of he being a middle of his shit. And there was a guy named Robert Downey. He was a loud mouth though. Oh, I remember that too. I remember that yeah. show. He was loud. He was obnoxious. He was loud. Yeah, he was obnoxious as hell. <laughs> I guess we did. Shut up. <laughs> I guess we did have some uh <laughs> yeah, it's Bruh. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong You're wild and everybody out in the house. The so wait a minute. Last week it was Matt. Mike, is it you this week? No, that's this is just sure? ain't nobody catch you all on the house. Ain't nobody catch you off camera. I mean, I'm just saying, you sure it ain't you today? Mm-hmm. Nah, it's okay. not me. Okay. Just uh, uh NJ Rich said Donahue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Sally Jesse Raphael. Oh, yeah, with the red glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. We well, was just a generation of talk shows, if you think about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all we had. Yeah, that's like, like that, our talk show talk shows then to us is like podcasts today. Yes. You but you know when I trip off of when I start working from home, flipping through the television and to still see like soap operas on with the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wait, Matt, Matt, Victor, what is it? I was gonna say, shout out to Victor Newman. Yeah, one bit. Victor Newman, one hundred seventy-five years old. It still look the same. They still look the same. Y'all remember? Still should be one ninety-nine. Yeah, Richard Beck. Yeah, I don't remember Richard Beck. He was only on like for a couple of seasons, and then he was like, it was, it was too thick. He had Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer. Jerry's oh, Jerry Springer was horrible. He started like, then, wait a minute, his security, what is it? Steve, Steve woke up, woke up, yeah, he ended up getting his, own, getting his own show off of that, shit. Mm-hmm. like for real. Mm-hmm. That was whack, too. 
think if anybody has shown though. It was nowadays. Have any of y'all ever seen uh Steve Harvey Court show? No. I heard of it though. Steve yeah, what? Steve Harvey got a court show. You sure do. Oh no, I ain't seen that shit. No, I ain't seen that either. Hey, what's up, baby? What it do? What it do? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> well, Professor. Professor back after a four week hiatus and shit. My man was on a sabbatical <laughs> or suppository or whatever. Oh, we got we got sound effects and shit. Mike must have didn't go to work today or because he got his laptop. <laughs> y'all got my shit together, yo. Yeah, um, shoot the gun. Was there anything that the professor missed that we wanted to ask him about, G, that we wanted to ruffle he his not he, he wasn't on for the cop. I don't think he was on for the cop. And the guy, he told the guy to put the gun oh, yeah. in his pocket. <laughs> and he shot my man with the body cam. Yeah, he wasn't there for that. I don't even um, know got that video. Damn. I'm here for that. But he did send me one. Why not you just send me that, professor? Yeah. I with a that. guy. That was a different one. That was that was different than that one. Oh. The professor sent me one where the guy gets shot in the leg. Right. He rolls up on the guy and tells the guy don't put his hand in his pocket. And the guy puts his hand in his pocket and he shoots him in the leg. Mm. Shot him in the leg. Yeah. Then the cop, the cop shot like thirty times. Unloaded the clip. Put a new clip in. Shot some more. Yeah. Put a new clip in. He dropped the clip. Yo dropped the clip like he was John Wick and shit. <laughs> he, he wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, better than me. He just shot me in my fucking leg. I had to do over the car and everything and stood over top of his body. Damn. Now you on some Starsky and Hutch shit. You done, ran, you done rolled all over the car and shit. I kicked him in his man shit. <laughs> Shoot me in my leg. Well, I saw this video that happened at a school. I'm not sure where the school is, but um, let's see if I can hurry up. Then. Young man was in the hall playing hey. around, and then his pistol oh, fell. Oh, my. oh shit! Yeah, man. Okay. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, young fella. Hold up, hold up. What, what was that you just picked up? Oh no, man. <laughs> no, no, come back here, young brother. No, man, my mama called me. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> No, you, no, you're supposed to have your phone. Look at that shit. That's, what he, that's what he get, though. Look that's at them. They shit. all cool. Oh, hey, hey excuse me, sir. What, what's <laughs> oh, no. No, my, mom no, my mother out there, man. I'll be back. I'll be back. Ho, ho, I'll be back. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't think we would have been that cool. So what do you do? Like, Is that other dude a cop? The one in the sweatsuit? You know, That's probably you know how you had the teacher that always walked. He wasn't a real yes. teacher, but but wanted to be like he'll want to be. Yeah, he was kind of cool with all the students yeah. and shit. He tell all the jokes, but but he really, wasn't, he really laughed at him on the low and shit. He was one of them type guys. Yeah. Yeah. So why you want to grab on the dude you just seen drop a gun? You want to grab on like you're a cop or something? I, I'm, mm. You ain't in security. You ain't got a flashlight, a whistle, or nothing. He got, got his Adidas sweatsuit on, though, it looked like. Or is that just oh, one strike? No, no, that's a sweatsuit. Yeah, so what do y'all think about the, the actual person that was on guard? Like, 
obviously they did they handle this situation appropriately? No. no. Mm-hmm. They let him get away. Um say it's fake. <laughs> that's all that's all he really could say. That it wasn't real. Um dang, that's rough. Yeah, that one, Jack. Mm. yeah but if, if it's fake though and it hit the ground and it make a sound, yes. Not hey, yo, let me tell you, let me tell you a funny story, yo. We was on Liberty Road. It was me, Jacoba. You remember Jacoba? Yep. Me, Jacoba, and I can't remember the other person that was there. It might have been Darius or something. We do you remember it was a beeper store on the side of um like across street from Sunny Surplus? Yep. So Jacob, we in the store looking at beepers. Jacoba left out the store. We had a BB gun that looked like a looked like a real gun. And Jacoba had a plastic gun that caught back like a real gun. And he had painted it all black mm-hmm. and made it look like a yo, well, from a distance, you would think it was a real gun. Definitely would think it's a real gun. Oh. Yo, we in the store. What we don't know is Jacoba ran across Liberty Road with the fucking gun in his hand. Mm. Right? We in the store. Yo, when we come out the store, a whole bunch of police jumped out the back of a U-Haul. They had us all on the ground. Don't nobody know why this just happened. Of course, I got the fucking plastic gun. What they look like? Real <laughs> <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> we got the metal joint, and we got to explain why we in a store with with our guns. Because of course they think that somebody trying to rob the stores. That's what probably somebody probably called and said. I think somebody Gary robbed this, you know, robbed this store over here. Yo, mm-hmm. you talking about a, a disaster? Mm-hmm. Waste of time, waste of waste of money, because you know you got to get a lawyer and all that old craziness. Because because even with that scenario right there, it don't matter what he say, he still won't wind up having his parents gonna have to pay for a lawyer, or he might have to pay for a lawyer to convince them of otherwise, and he gonna have to produce that fake gun that he's talking about. Yep. No, no, that ain't it. it. Ain't had no big back on it like that. Yep. <laughs> no. no that's rough that's rough man and you know what for real the only schools that got those aids like that are schools that have problems have a whole bunch of trouble if they don't have a whole bunch of craziness going on they don't need them aids you go to schools where they where they don't have a whole lot of foolishness going on they don't have all them people walking around the hallway that, that don't teach class what you there for Unless you're a hall monitor and you just helping out, I don't have nothing to do. I'm gonna stand here and, and watch the kids go to the bathroom and all that kind of crazy stuff. But when we wow. had when we had all of a sudden, if you remember in Willow Middle, all of a sudden they started having all these different people that weren't actually teachers mm-hmm. in the schools. <clears throat> but prior to certain incidents, they ain't never had no 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 mess like that. Then you go up to uh Woodlawn and go up to um Milford, they did the same thing. I don't know what they was doing in Randallstown and the other schools. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Different times. It's definitely different times. I'm surprised they don't have metal detectors at the door right now. Well, you know, it's funny. When I, when I start thinking about Milford, when um, we got the cop, I don't want to say his name because everybody got to know who the fuck he is. But when we <laughs> when we got him, what did we get him for? Was we that fucked up that we had to have him inside? Well, you must don't know what was happening. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like we wasn't that bad. I remember we was having like bombs, we was having like bomb scares and shit like every other weekend and shit like that. But I don't remember us being that fucked up when we was fucking each other up in the hallways where a night in tenth grade was real bad because I ain't the police was there. I remember some stuff. Yeah, so you remember? And I even remember people setting fires in the bathroom. Uh huh. You remember? You remember? Uh, uh, Price got stabbed out front of Milford. Out front, that was yeah, that was some other shit though. The dude, no, it was a dude from that went to Milford. That's it was, that, so uh um uh, people have gotten guns pulled them in the bathroom multiple times in Milford. Dudes were putting hoodies on and masking up, running in classrooms, whipping ass in Milford. <laughs> but we only had one cop. We had one cop though. <laughs> oh, Mr. Franklin was supposed to do the rest. No man, get the fuck out of here. I'm saying Mr. Franklin the other day. Mr. Franklin, 193 years old, man. <laughs> Yo, my man, my man looked good for 198 years old. He whipped, he whipped Joe Lewis's ass, but I saw Mr. Franklin the other day. Um, but yeah, we had we had Officer Bridges, and he was the only one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, y'all, he's still around at a school. Yeah. Yeah, I seen him. Damn. Mm-hmm. He was the only one. Jesus. So if you kicking ass and pulling guns on people in the bathroom, Officer Bridges ain't really doing much. No. <laughs> you know what it was? It was a deterrent. Because at that age, they're hoping that that um, the people that are going to the school are more afraid to go to jail than, right. than to do whatever it is that they were doing. But obviously, a lot of them had already experienced the, the uh, penal system. I mean, uh, <laughs> The, Not the, penal the, the jail system, bro. So, <laughs> they were going that way. So, <laughs> going that way. You know, they weren't. They weren't worried about that. Man, it was all kind of wild <laughs> shit going on up there. Yeah. All kind of shit, though. Like, this. <sighs> mm. well, speaking of uh, right on the lines of tomfoolery, I um, <laughs> I, I never saw this on TikTok, but apparently there was a TikToker who. Oh yeah, Home into the cubicle at his off at his job or something like that. Yes, oh, he fired his black ass because his dumb behind was doing all those videos. I was like, like he, wow, he in, like yes, <gasps> yes, Lord, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I saw the but he was dead. Moving from my apartment into my cubicle at work. They do not pay me enough to do both. So as a matter of protest, I am just going to live at my job. And we'll see how long I can get away with this. <laughs> that is so the office. Yeah, I, I don't understand how colored. Yo, can you get we need a hashtag? We need a we need a sound says colored, yeah. That's the yeah. that's the colorist shit I've ever seen in my life. But so, he remind me of the of the guy from Office, the the throwback video like movie. Homeboy was in the office, the little squirrely guy, and he was un, he was under the radar. This fool is too flashy. So I mean, my, once um, you put it on the internet, ain't that like telling? Yes, you, you want to get caught. You want to get Everybody. When I when I was working down in Mount Clair Junction, there was a guy that lived in his van. So what happened? He was one of the he was one of the case managers that he lived in his van though, right? So the understanding that I got is that he was a vet, and he was living in an apartment complex, and he was mad because they wouldn't give him a parking spot 
in front of his door. So he decided, well, since you're not going to give me a parking spot, I'm going to move out. I'm going to move my stuff into my van. Yo, one day I came in the bathroom. Yo, he was buck naked. No. Up at the sink, yo. Oh, no. He was doing a bird dance. Oh, yeah, I just, I just, all I did, see people like that, you just, you can just keep it moving, yo, because, because the next thing gonna happen is, crying game, god damn. Next thing gonna happen is, he gonna go get the pistol and come in there and say, listen, I'm gonna spend some time in here. Not in here. Yes. No, I only say. So look, and look, he did, he did a whole bunch of shit. So he finally got fired. But the reason why he was even in, in my local at all is because he had gotten in trouble in another local he was in. What he did was he left mm -hmm. his... So he, he he broke back in to one of the locals. After the he was police, fired? No, before he got fired. Oh. Broke back into the local. The police came. When the police came in there, he was sitting at his desk and said, I left my cell phone. They ain't fine. They ain't fine because of that. They just moved him to another local. Wow. But these are the kind of people that that people come to see to get assistance. Well, I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying the only problem the only problem comes in if I'm late, which I'm probably not going to be late because I'm already at my desk. But but other than that. I don't see what the problem is. I mean, you go in there, you go to the bathroom, take a shower. Well, there ain't no shower, but the bird bath would probably be the only downside to it. No, I feel like they should have... My man should got an employee of the month. They shouldn't have fired my man. But you know, even some jobs, they have the fitness center in there. Yeah, and then, yeah you then, you, then you winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was crazy. He told... Uh, he said, I've gotten so many views now, so maybe I can take that and work on building my brand. He said, I can always yeah. find another job if that doesn't work out. While he Not told the post, he's going to do this at their place. Right. While he told the post he's considering another office job, he's optimistic about his future brand now that he has a wide audience on TikTok. <laughs> oh. Shout out to that man. Employee of the month, yeah. <laughs> Wow, man is at work, hard working, hard working young man. He, he the last, he the, wait, he the first person there and the last one to leave. <laughs> you know, the company look at it as you stealing, you stealing from the company. Yeah, you know, flip it. Lene, I'm glad you said that. Speaking of stealing, oh no, here we go. Here many transitions. Thieves steal over a thousand gallons of fuel from Houston gas station using a trap door. Never even got out the car. They just what? pulled their van over top of the uh the gas thing and they had a trap door in the bottom of the van and they stole gas. A thousand gallons of fuel. Damn. Ooh. They do that. Yeah, see, I didn't see that one. I saw the one with the five in the five guys. It was, it was five guys. Whatever they did, they did something to the to the pumps where like you would pay like a penny, then it's like to oh, the pennies. Yeah. It was four guys. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't see this one. Shout that out to them. Not shout out. <laughs> what do you mean? Not shout out. Gas, gas is almost five. Was almost five dollars and some change. Shout out, shout out to Houston criminals for uh, looking out for the people. 
of trap door though. How did how did they do that? They, that, that was, and where did they put the gas? Yes. They just yeah, it probably up. wasn't. You know, them vans. You know, you don't need no seats back there. So, shoot. It's a little so what, what was what? Wasn't one of them fast in the furiouses about when they were stealing gas in the beginning of the joint? I think they did do something like that. They said, yeah. according to USA Today, Jerry Theo, the manager at the Fuqua Express gas station in Southwest Houston, spoke with the site and said he spotted a 360 gallon diesel fuel discrepancy. He noted mm-hmm. the same thing again the next day. He watched the camera footage and found a pair of minivans that had been suspiciously parked over the inlets of the station's tanks. Mm. Mm. You know that means one of them was a um, was a tanker driver. That's the only way I could see that happening. Because yeah, you got to have a tool. To, uh, exactly. You got to have a tool. I mean... I mean, the ingenuity of it. I mean, shout out to that. I mean... Yeah, I used to be a, a gas tanker driver. Man. What do you do with it? Like, all right, I got a thousand gallons of fuel. Like, all right, now. What do you mean, what I do with it? You can't keep that secret long. Like, take it back to the house and put it in the garage. And... <laughs> it's got a garage. It ain't coming up the van. Firstly, it's probably a big ass tank in the back of that van. So that van riding low. So, you just... <laughs> hey, hey, don't let nobody hit you. Oh, my oh, God. We all going to die. Yeah, I'm going back to the house, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm selling gallons of gas at two dollars. I'm in there. Everybody in Houston gonna want the gas, but I'll be gone by the end of the day. I think it was a guy in Chicago that, um, uh, I think he used to be the former mayor or something, and he had went and put like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the gas at the gas station to let people come in and fill up. And I yeah. think he should be about to do like a million on the next run. Shout out I to him. Even, I didn't even see in this video why somebody. I think the dude came out the store and started chasing the van. Yeah. Like I so are they using it for their own vehicles or are they selling the gas? What are they doing with it? How are they doing that? A thousand gallons of gas, Mac man. I'm selling that. Yeah. What they doing with it? But how are you going to pump it into other people's cars? Like they must got equipment or something. Siphon. Yeah, you could kind of like siphon it. Yeah. Did you see the guy try to siphon the man car? Try to siphon the man gas and the man caught him? <laughs> I know you saw that video. Mm-mm. I ain't see that. Oh man, it's all over the internet. Did he win his ass? Why don't you send me stuff like this? We say every week, send videos into the cool right. show, and, and you don't send nothing. See, when I used to send shit, you didn't use the shit, so I said, "Fuck it, I ain't sending shit up." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, make up your mind. If I send the shit, are you going to use it or you're not going to use it? And you pick and choose what you want to look at and you want to post when it's your time. That's why I need my own. I need my own show. I need my own show. <laughs> Let me know. Let me let me know you're looking for a co-host. Got you. All right, this is the last tomfoolery. Spitting on the mic. Jetpack facts. Putin hates all of them blacks. Putin is a bad racist. Put them in the ground, white or brown. And I'm in plain old town. The proof when I'm in the booth. Spitting on the mic. Anti-vax. Putin hates all of them blacks. Putin is a bad racist. Put them in the ground, white or brown. And I'm in plain old town. The proof when I'm in a booth. When okay. I'm in a booth. Mm. Bars. Bars. Did G just throw up? Did bars. Did you, that's that white people shit. Bars. Did you hear my man? Have bars. 
Bars. All that. Bars. That was a real meeting, though. Yeah, I know, right? City Council in Plano, Texas. That was uh, comedian Alex Stein's rap about mm. Russia, Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. That's what it was? Bars. Lord. Yeah, that, I, I was straight up the dome. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Uh, what is happening? <laughs> I think the internet was the worst thing that could have been put in some of y'all hands. Like, it just was like... Yeah. Yeah. The internet wins again. You know what? It's not even the internet. I think once they fucking put cameras on phones, you niggas lost your mind. You oh, it, did, it didn't take much. Oh, my That's goodness. Real. As soon as they put that camera on your phone. 2005. Dylan, Dylan, you come on tonight or next week? I don't know if we're still doing every other. Uh, um, we came week. on last week. Spit hot fire. Hot um, fire. Oh my god! I mean, I don't. Other than us just watching that video, I don't. Does anybody have anything to relay or say or contribute to? Uh... Nope. <laughs> After that, you should close the show with that shit. <laughs> yeah, that should have been the last thing. <laughs> should have been it. All right, look, I tell you though, what's real crazy to me, right? So, I've been, I've been sitting back. I've been real quiet. You know, I can't say what I want to say because everybody get all of. They get all they, you know, they be in their feelings and shit like that. Mind, man, fuck that. She was on your mind, G. So I haven't said, I haven't said anything. I haven't even posted anything crazy. Um, Mike, put your, put your little, put your little thing up real fast, Mike. Please, please. Hey, Barry, that's when you know it's about to get bad. You know that. Right? Put, put your little thing up, Mike. I'm going to mind my business. Put your, put your side up, Mike. All right. So I haven't said anything about none of that shit that's going on. But in my heart, I really feel like fuck the Ukraine. Mm. <laughs> so everybody wants to say, and I understand everybody is, is sympathetic for the families and the women and the children. Um, it's all fucked up. Putin is out here a terrorist. Um, and then there's certain stipulations about the NATO shit and this and that. If Putin is such a problem, Go kill that motherfucker. Ooh. Plain and simple. He's 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 out here running rapid, doing whatever whatever he wants to do, he, he gets it done. If your problem is with him and what he's doing, go kill him. Um, as far as the Ukraine, I saw something about like I think it's Howard, they're giving up like uh scholarships or something or to paying tuition for like 50 50 people or something for the ukraine the government that came up with like 15 million dollars to give to the ukraine fund and it's fucked up it's harsh it's horrible to see the buildings being blown up i don't give a fuck about the ukraine it's problems here in the us of a that have not been fixed the, the whites here don't give a fuck uh, George Bush don't like black people. George Bush don't give a fuck about black people. It's white people that don't give a fuck about black people. Here in the U.S., we are fucked up. So why are we sticking our nose in somebody else's business? That's, if what, Putin we is, that's what we always do. But if Putin is that much of a problem, go kill that motherfucker. Plain and simple. Mm. Fuck it. I'm. I'm just. I mean, it's harsh. It's hard to say, but everybody's thinking it, and nobody wants to say it. I don't really give a fuck. 
Fuck it. Kill him. And they said, you know, how hard it is to kill him. It's a motherfucker that'll probably go kill him for a cheesesteak and two beers. <laughs> Easy. You put a body on his head, somebody's gonna go get him. They already got him. And, and nobody's acted on it. You said they got him? They got they got a uh they got a bounty on his head. So oh, a, a billionaire put, put some money on Putin um weeks <clears throat> ago. And nobody's acted. Mm-mm. And that's the, that's kind of fucked up to be that man where you out here living in a in a world where it's motherfuckers that want to kill you and and they putting money on it to kill you. That's a bet. That's a bet. It's like betting on a ball game. I'm putting a billion dollars on somebody to shoot you in the head. I'm gonna give them an extra five hundred if they bring me the bullet back. Like that's <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. But you know, you know, we've seen we've seen that type of thing. Many times before with Bin Laden, we saw it with um, uh, Saddam. We've mm-hmm. seen it with, with with different people. Now I know that we're talking about a different place, um, but I, I, I mean, so I, I've heard different people talk about about this scenario, and I think the biggest thing is that the United States really doesn't want to go to war with Russia. That's that's my understanding about it. Um, that's why the United States is kind of biding their time. But like I told somebody else, I don't see how the United States doesn't get involved. I, I don't. I've I've tried to like play it out in my mind of how it's gonna how this is gonna work out. If somebody doesn't get rid of Putin sometime in the near future, I don't see how the United States can keep their hands folded in this scenario. I don't see them ever getting rid of him though. It's, so he yeah. take, if 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 he takes over the Ukraine, then what? What happens then? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I so and then. And then they keep having all these meetings and somebody from NATO want to sit down and I, like, why are we sitting down with a motherfucker? And I feel like he's a bully. Like, what happens to a bully? After a while, you can't keep bullying motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to end. It's got to end. Like, you got to kill this motherfucker. Like, what was it? Charlie Murphy talked about uh, getting slapped by Rick James. It's a duel after that. You can't <laughs> slap a grown man and expect to go home the next day. You go, it's, it's, it's somebody has to die. You slap me, somebody gotta die. It's a duel. A this duel. ain't no motherfucking. We're gonna get two beers and shit. You're gonna come over and we're gonna fuck bitches. Celebration, celebration, my ass. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's let's play this. Um, uh, y'all know I like, um. Dr. Boyce Watkins. So along, uh, so G, what you think about this? Uh-uh. Yeah. People are not gonna like what I'm about to say about Ukraine. Just two months ago, none of us were talking about Ukraine. Most of us couldn't even find Ukraine on the map. Now suddenly, it's Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Everywhere in the media, everybody's talking about it. It's heart goes out to Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Now, a couple things I want to mention to you. Number one, at any given time in the world, there are about 34 to 40 wars happening all the time. Number two, as a black man, I'm offended by the fact that the same people who are telling you to show your heart for Ukraine have never mentioned reparations. So before you expect me to have a heart for Ukraine, you got to show that you have a heart for black people. That's all I got to say. Peace. Some people. Mm. Makes sense. 
It does. It makes sense. I mean, and not, and not. I'm not even. I'm not even on it on a black standpoint. I just, it, as an American, um, you know, I've even heard some white people arguing about it. But as an American, how can you worry or or even have any concern for the Ukraine when what's shit going on over here? Is the Ukraine saying pray for the USA? Mm-hmm. Terrorist attack. I don't see nobody saying shit about uh, the USA until like the cops show out and then everybody win the blue shit, blue lives matter and shit like that. And it's sad that it's blacks in the Ukraine that's getting fucked over too. Like, fuck you over there for? Mm-hmm. The young lady, the basketball player, did, did the Russians let her go yet? They added two more months. <clears throat> wow. That's crazy. And then Joe Biden's giving uh, Ukraine like $13 billion. billion. Well, I thought it was fourteen point six. Something like that. Yeah, hey. something Thirteen to fourteen billion. Mm. We could have. We, we should got another stimulus check or something. That's what we <laughs> all was asking for. <clears throat> Shit, cut my taxes some more. Let me get some of that tax. Give me an extra couple hundred dollars on my taxes. I should be. I'm trying to figure out how. To, like, how does a country in debt <laughs> still be able to cut a check? <laughs> yeah. hey, thank you. Like my Shandy tell me all the time, my math just don't be mathing, man, because I don't be knowing. It don't be what? Math. Probably, she see my math don't be math. It's probably offshore. <laughs> it's probably offshore. They they telling us if they're clocking us if we have offshore funds, they probably have the funds offshore. No, they got the funds right in the pavement. They just say go print up a billion more of them uh green things so I can but ship them out. You gotta have gold and silver though. Then we've been the gold standard been gone. Money, pay, money ain't worth shit. Money ain't nothing but paper. Well, but to G's point, and even to the gentleman's video, like at the end of the day, it's not a black and white thing. It's the fact of our country. We have people that are homeless right now. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. no shelter, nowhere to go. There's people right now in our country that don't have jobs that lost jobs as it relates to the pandemic. What are we doing for our own country? So I feel like that that's the, the bigger conversation that is, I get the gentleman's message, but I don't like when we try to always put a black and white thing on it for every single thing. And I get it, we, we, we I get it, but not for, in, in this situation, it's a bigger conversation. Right, and that's why I say, I'm not, I'm not even talking on a black thing. I'm talking about a, a US of A thing as an American, you like should you say, you should feel some type of way about it. When you got, when you can give money to another motherfucker, when we, you ain't, you don't care about us. But they do the same thing with people that's coming to our country. They give yeah, them absolutely everything to start businesses. Mm-hmm. But here, my black ass been here for for how long, and I gotta go through hell and high water to get a business going, to get a loan and everything else. But I can come from another country, come over here, not be a citizen. And get all of the opportunities and all of the doors open for me right to be able to be successful. So that is the consensus across our country. To mm-hmm. be honest, we are willing to help others, but not willing to help our own. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like a pimp slap. They said you're already getting help. You're already here, ain't you? <laughs> you're getting screwed every day. Yeah. And fuck the ass. I see Maggie with that orange tonight, huh? <laughs> well, 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 welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, there, Mr. Troy Mack. Those <laughs> <laughs> guns are blazing last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, Mike. Where the ball and chain at? 
uh, in the kitchen. Oh, she cooking. Like well, I like her. What? That's what I'm talking about. You know, I like my women. What's she cooking? <laughs> what's she cook? What's she cooking? I don't know. See, I mean, you didn't. I, I probably yeah. gonna have more per- person in it. Did you put a Wayne comment? Oh yeah, they should. Yeah, this would definitely wouldn't happen with Trump. No, because he he was linked to them. He was tied, so he he had us protected. He told him he was like, "Look, I ain't for that bullshit." Now you get to acting up with me, I'm going to send a couple of them rat tat tats over there. Had a rat. He saw saw Biden going off. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is an easy win right here. I got this one." I was telling my father that the other day. I was like, "Yo, Biden just don't look strong sometimes when he's standing up there." Don't. Ronald Reagan, Ronald was old. Ronald looked strong. He's like, man, look, I brought the crack over here. I did it. <laughs> what you going like, Ronald was strong. Like, Ronald was strong to me, man. Well, it's crazy to me that Donald Trump had a, a state of something every other weekend. Like, I, that motherfucker was on TV like clockwork. You, you could almost bet. It was like a football game was coming on. Donald Trump was going to be on. It was like a, a soap opera for that motherfucker. Donald Trump came on at least once a week. I haven't seen I haven't seen Biden maybe but once on television. Yeah, Trump definitely wasn't a fan of NATO, and I, and that's what my thing. I, I I thought the whole Ukraine issue was the fact that when when the Ukraine split off or that whole deal was made with Russia, it was with the you know certain stipulations, and then once NATO started, I guess going and doing whatever they was doing on the outside, yeah. Russia ain't really like the fact, oh, y'all trying to snatch up the Ukraine. So if, if NATO would have snatched up the Ukraine, then they basically would have been surrounding Russia. Russia for the most part. But I don't know. I, yeah. I've never been a fan of any sort of gang mentality myself. Like, I ain't a Democrat. I ain't a Republican. I, I, I can't get with the whole <laughs> That's the whole government right there. Gang mentality. <laughs> so the, the, the scary thing for me is Except that- and gang. That's the shit. <laughs> y'all, y'all are right. some of y'all. Right. Some of y'all. The one, the the ones on that side. Everybody on that side is cool. <laughs> this motherfucker, up, this motherfucker up here. Why do I have ah. in my head with me? You cool. But, you cool. You cool. Fuck, fuck you. You cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. So, so this, this is my thing though. This is the scary part about it as an American. When you have a motherfucker that don't really care and they willing to risk it all yes, is the problem. Like, if this motherfucker just said, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to drop this bomb over the USA. We in trouble. Yeah. And, that, and I mean, that goes that goes for anybody in power. Like, anybody in power can say, fuck it. I'm going out. I'm going to do it. And I was surprised that, like, Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein and all them motherfuckers never did that shit. But if I already know I'm going to die and I ain't got nothing to lose... Why not drop that motherfucking nuclear bomb? Mm. I oh, shoot that know, motherfucker for they, they didn't have a strong um they didn't have a strong nuclear system. Yeah, but this thing, this Russia motherfucker Putin is a pro- that's why Russia is a big problem. Right, Putin, Putin out here dragging his nuts. Putin yeah. dragging nuts on everybody. He don't give a fuck. Shit, y'all know the first place they're gonna hit is DC. So we extra <laughs> fucked here in Maryland, boy. We gonna gonna hit Alaska. Alaska. Alaska, they neighbor. They gonna hit Alaska. Yeah, I feel, that's crazy. That's that's the scary shit about it. That that alone is to make me go kill a motherfucker for three cheesesteaks and surprise. No, three cheesesteaks. Cause I gotta take two other motherfuckers with me. I got we gotta feed us. 
<laughs> you know, black blacks don't do much shit for free. Like you got to feed us or give he us something to drink or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Casamigos, little Casamigos, little Casamigos, and some of that sex, honey. When I get back, baby, I'm I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, hopefully Matt. everything. Um, <sighs> hopefully everything settles out. I just, how how much of a warning do we get? Like we don't get it, no warning, nigga. Right now, you get today, right now. You get that text message. That text message come across your phone. That's it. The emergency broadcast system shit across the television. <laughs> you know how long that takes. All these intelligent people on this show, and now one of y'all got a goddamn bunker. Nobody got a bunker. I don't live like that. I, I don't I, I don't live a life where I gotta go fucking bunker down. This ain't uh doomsday preppers and shit. Well, guess what? They they gonna be the ones laughing at all our black asses at the end of the day because they gonna be like, see, see, told you black motherfuckers. Look, mm. black grandmama said just come on down to the basement. No. Mm. And my, <laughs> uh, my, father, my father used to stock like water and canned food goods in our basement all the time, and I always yeah. used to look like like we ain't never gonna be able to eat all of this. Like, like what the fuck is going on? But it was just always just in case. Like, you know, it might be the power might go out, might not be able to get to the market or something. And he just always was prepping. But you, but, Mike, I was gonna say my parents are like in their seventies. My mom was telling me about back in the day, like in the fifties, they used to have little bomb drills where they. Oh yeah, the yeah, they damn sure did in the schools right. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we no. Nah. <laughs> they don't do no shit like that no more because a lot of the schools used to have like the area like they had yeah. like the un- they have most schools depending on when they were built they got an underground bunker. What what more elementary oh. had a nice little basement? I don't want to go in there with none of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't come on out. Mm, fuck it, y'all. I can't. I can't do it, yo. Yesterday is <laughs> too much. Think about all the horror movies from back in the day. You be like, Mm-mm. NJ Rich said a bunker costs one mil easy. Well, maybe instead of Blacktopia, yeah. we might need to put our funds together to build yes. a bunker. Yo, we might need. See now, now, no, fuck that. Now we going back to some underground railroad shit. You want to put there? I, I'm good. I ain't doing that. I want Blacktopia. I want Blacktopia to sit on top. I ain't going to the fucking back of the bus shit. I know what to do. I'm going. Now you to put us. You to put us back. Yeah, y'all done put us back. Y'all want to put us back in the underground railroad and shit and make us sit in the back of the bus. They want to lock the door and say, well, we're going to have these niggas in this hurry. Y'all see what Van said. So Van said, here go your warning. Get your hands out my pocket. And that's it. Like, it's over. Like, that's the warning. Don't you hear that? This shit is going down. So, and another, so, so I, I don't know if you follow the boxing so like the Klitschko brothers, they are from the Ukraine. One of them was like the president or the governor or the mayor or the of or the owner of one of them cities or something like that. And then the other brother was like in the military and like like you are you a celebrity, like you you are, you were a professional heavyweight boxing champion of the world type shit, and now you are here trying to defend your little piece of country. That's um, that, that's 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 horrible, man. That you would have to do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I I I take my hat off to them guys. I I do feel some sympathy for them, and 
it's just a fucked up situation, but you can't keep letting a motherfucker whoop your ass, so the lady gotta go whoop their ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw an interview with this guy because they were asking everyday citizens to to prepare, and they were giving them guns, and and he said you're gonna have to defend your country. And this yeah. this guy that was a father, the lady was interviewing him, and she was asking him, "How do you feel about this?" He said, "I'm scared." He said, "But don't this the only thing that helped me sleep at night." being able to at least protect, you know, my, my wife and my children. Like, I, I, you know, I don't know what else to do. He said, otherwise, I would just be here helpless. And I was just like, I was thinking about that as far as where we live at. Um, like, what what would you be willing to do to protect the people that that you, you know, you claim you care for if, if that scenario was presented to you? And, and let me let's let's be clear about something. The days of the United States being a superpower like they were before, that shit is over. Done. So that's that's number one. Because just like you said about the bully, the United States has been a bully for years, and people tired of their shit. A lot of countries are tired of that shit. So, um, what if there was a threat? First of all, I don't think they're gonna give no niggas no guns. I think we're gonna be the shield. That's number one. <laughs> right. well, front yeah. of gun with no bullets, with, with blanks in it. <laughs> Why ain't nothing coming out? I shot this nigga in his head. And banged and fell off the tip. <laughs> you know, so, so, uh, I mean, it's just, it, it, it is, man. It is a, set, a very sad scenario because anytime people are losing their lives, it's always a very unfortunate uh, situation, but I do agree with what you're saying. And the funny thing is, this whole scenario is making people that were not nationalists before, they're making them nationalists now because we are looking at things a little bit differently. Um, in the past, we were more concerned about what was happening worldwide, but now we're looking at it like, yo, yo, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that is bad. You know, I remember, remember the, issue, the issue that they were having in Paris. Pray for Paris, pray for you know, this country, that country. But here we are here in the United States, supposed to be one of the most wealthiest countries. And you got people laying in the street every night. Um, I, I don't understand it. You got people begging for health care. I never forget when I was um, when they when they first started uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act, this lady, this older lady. We had to call these people and tell them that they have to now apply for health care coverage online. The older lady said she went online and she saw the prices. So let me be clear about something. People think that the Affordable Health Care, the Affordable Care Act helped black people. You're fooling yourself. That's not that's no. not how it works. Mm-hmm. So get past that. This woman said she cannot afford to pay the premiums. She said, I guess I'll just die then. And you're talking about in one of the most wealthiest countries that people have to beg to get help. You know, but we look at these other countries and we see scenarios like this and we're like, oh, my God, this is a tragic thing. Shit, you got tragic shit happening here. Could you imagine just every day you see millions of dollars riding up and down the road? You see all this shit going on around you, but nobody is saying, yo, let me help you out. Just 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 a little bit. Let me get let me let me do something um, so that you're not sleeping in the street tonight. You got you got these homeless shelters. A lot of people don't know that there's a lot of young kids that sleep in the street every night. You don't see them, but they're there. The reason being is because these shelters won't accept a mother and a 10-year-old boy. If the boy is 10 years old, he can't go in that shelter. Not with his mother, he can't. 
Now, they may have some shelters now where they will accept him, but most of those shelters, once that boy becomes 10 years old, he cannot come in that shelter. So the mother, if she cares about her child, she's going to sleep in the street with her child. But we're talking about, again, one of the most wealthiest countries, and we have these kind of problems, but they'll send 14, 14 point X number of dollars to another country to help them out. It's, just, it's a damn shame, yo. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's a real hard slap to us. All right, Mike, what's your next transition? You was on a roll for a minute. You didn't got shit? No, shout out to my oldest son. He said he gave someone his Bojangles yesterday. Wait, Bojangles yesterday? The chicken. How you give someone? But we brought Bojangles for dinner last night, my wife and I, with our hard-earned work money. And... Wow. You know your son took our chicken out the house and gave it to somebody yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. We just brought the chicken yesterday. He must have Bojangles for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we need that ticket. That was very he good. No, he gave away his food. He didn't eat. Right. No, I watched him eat in the kitchen. Like I saw him. He was sitting Mike, there. Are you mad? Are you I mad? Tried, you tried. I'm just trying to figure out at what point did he leave the house and take the chicken out of here. Last time I saw him, it was like 10 o'clock at night. He was sitting there eating. Well, maybe he went and made a late night run. Right. Or he might have put it in the refrigerator and then might have went and got some trim and on the way he, he got <laughs> <some chicken laughs> off outside. Speaking of trim, <laughs> yeah. we're going to There we go. Thank you, sir. Speaking of trim, uh, <laughs> listen to this young lady. So I decided to take my son's father off of child support because it was causing turmoil in our co-parenting relationship. Recently, you know, I looked up a few places for him to get his CDL so that he could possibly start his own trucking company or he can even carry loads and make money for himself. What I decided was, you know what, Brittany, let me change my mindset. Let me help him help us take care of our child. And that's co-parenting. So I decided to take my... So, what y'all think? Um, okay, damn, G. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, go ahead. Let one of the ladies go first. I, I want to I hear what, what the ladies got to say. Uh, I mean, I commend her for that. I do. I mean, especially if he's a, if he's a dad. He's a true sense all the way around a good father. But to me, I mean, honestly, that's what child support is for, to support the child. So, I mean, I, I never understood that when guys be arguing. I mean, I understand if she was a one of those, you know, stereotypical baby mamas. It's like every time, you know, something don't go her way, she's over at family court raising the, the rates. But, I mean, I can for that. It's a case by case to me. Um, uh, Mother May May. What's the What's the question? I, how, how you feel about what she said, or what she was doing, or what she's done? Um, let's see. Um, I can say I'm, I'm on both. I've been on a side where let me let me tread lightly in this. Let me be very careful. Please don't. Please don't. What, what, no. Put the side up for Mike. Put the sign up, Mike. No, I got. I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm very careful on what I say. So, 
Um, hmm. Dang, I hate this. What? Topic? Never mind. Lord. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, commend I think we just all trying to understand. I'm going to well, say this. I'm going to say this. I commend her for making that decision, but I think it's situational and it's on a case-by-case -case basis, as Lene right. said it. I don't feel like um, everybody deserves that type of treatment. Mm-mm. And a lot of people like to cut and paste themselves into other people's situations and scenarios when they don't measure up. Right. Um, if you have always had the same amount and nobody, like Linnea said, is going back and forth trying to get you and bring anything up and everything, and or you are in arrears, mm -hmm. you know, that means you have not been fulfilling your obligation. However, I do understand that life happens where people may have lost their employment and they right. need some support. But if you have somebody that's willing to work with you, i.e. not when you when you do get your raises, not constantly going every year for a modification that is willing to work with you that says even, hey, I'll take you off of <clears throat> I'll take you off of child support. Let's just have a written agreement because mm -hmm. I want you to be able to be successful, I want your kid to look at you and idolize you. And if if the courts is involved, that could potentially get in the way of that. So let's just go ahead and create a document outside of these hit courts mm -hmm. and keep everybody honest. What is your contribution? Create a bank account for your kid with you, right. you on there. And then they're constantly getting a receipt for a deposit. You know, those are certain situations and scenarios, you know? That I know that, uh, you know, that have been successful or, or haven't been. But with me not saying much, that's just, you know, that's my, my it. That's it. And moving on. Somebody else. Oh, all right. Can I go, Mike? Uh-uh. All right. Hold up. Fuck off. Oh, go ahead. You're going to put this out up, Mike. No, it's... um. I, I really hate you, G, sometimes. Hey, there's my, there's my girl. Hey, how are you? On the floor. I'm sorry. <laughs> is she on the floor? I am. I don't oh, have a chair. There she I goes. I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to comment because I actually had kind of sort of like I can't lean in. You fine? Just take okay. where you are. Okay. <laughs> I'm. For, I got forty year old knees. Um. Forty what? Forty two. Okay. <laughs> Making sure. Um, I, I kind of had the same situation, and I felt like for her to even take those steps then there was something that they were doing on the same playing field. You know what I mean? I doubt if he was a scumbag type of dude that this would even be a consideration. Mm -hmm. Right. Frank's my oldest. Um, shut up, Frank. <laughs> um, I had that situation with his father, but he was only on child support because when I moved to Baltimore, I was 18. And so I was like, I need health insurance. I need, so it was, I was forced to put him on child support. Right. And but he paid me directly every month. Never missed a payment. And when he did, it was a communication. He took mm -hmm. care of Frank. So I had to go down once the state was paid back and say, hey, all the money y'all saying y'all owe me, I want to cancel that and stop my child support. She looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, he's taking care of his son. I don't mm -hmm. need the system. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I don't need the system to dictate him right. taking care of his child 
when he's man enough to do it on his own. Exactly. So a lot of women use child support as a vindictive measure right. when yeah. fathers are already taking care of their children or trying to take care of their kids, but exactly. women do not allow, some women don't allow them to be the man, the father that they are desiring to be. I, I have male friends that are going to war just to be dads, but child support is the woman's end all be all. So I see absolutely nothing wrong with what she's doing is because apparently I feel like for her to even take that measure, they must be on the same playing field. And he's to work with her so they can work together to co-parent mm -hmm. in the best manner for their child. It's not just about a check because sometimes you can support your kids and in that moment doesn't necessarily have to be all about money. I'm working. I can't afford daycare. So listen, you're not working right now. I need right. you to you watching the baby. You pick him up from school or X, Y, and Z. So we're not paying right. that full five hundred dollars or exactly. whatever it may be. So different ways of support. All right, I gotta go. Huh? I feel like I'm about to go. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Sorry, I ain't talking about all Sleeping on the couch. Go ahead, sleep on the couch. <clears throat> Probably. All right. So, so right? Huh? No, my y'all vaccinated, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right, good. Oh man. Um I, I totally feel what she I understand what she's saying. Um for me, twenty years ago, co parenting wasn't even a word. So as an angry, bitter baby daddy, I feel like every woman should put should put their baby father on child support. Because I had to go to child support. Because I was old, I want everybody to go to child support. Yeah. Um, my 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 first child was hell. My it was hell. My 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 child's mother put me on child support like day one. So I was never really given the opportunity to even show that I wasn't gonna be a shitty dad. The woman that I had a baby with just a, just was shitty with me. Um, and it kind of fucks up the children as they go along. So I have two kids now by two different women. Where I have one kid that is upset because she didn't get my time because my time was I had to work in order to pay this high ass child support, and then I have a I have my second one where he gets my time and he still gets my money because he wants my fucking Roblox money, but <laughs> it's his mother isn't like my first child's mother. Um, she knows that the. You know, I didn't do certain things with my daughter, so I make sure I wasn't allowed to do things with my daughter that mm -hmm. I have to do with my son, and I make it my business to do with my son. Mm -hmm. Um, so everything is definitely situational. Like I said, co-parenting back then wasn't no fucking co-parenting. I hate you, you hate me. What time gotta pick my kid up? Uh, drop off at my mother's house. I'll meet you halfway. Like it was, it was just horrible. So to see that that the young lady was willing to help this guy out is is you know it's kudos. I mean now you can't do that with everybody because the moment you got a shitty motherfucker, he might if I wasn't paying then I might not pay now. Still, um, so you got to really be careful who you have kids with. Um, I just I, I think that was that was dope. I I talked to a lot of older ladies. I talked to a lot of women that say you know. I'm not putting my kids father on child support. If that motherfucker don't want to help, then I'm just going to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. um, 
So that's 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 tremendous, you know. That's kind of fucked up to be a dad and not want to help support or help to raise or do anything for your child. Um, and you know, at the I was a girl dad way before girl dad was a word. All my friends was having boys and shit. I was probably the only one that had a girl. So for me, it was amazing to see this little thing come into the world that I had created. At the time, I was 22 years old. I didn't know shit about. I didn't know what was gonna happen. My life wasn't together. Um, so it's just scary. I mean, you got kids out here. You got to take care of your fucking kids. As a unit as possible. Yeah. As a unit as possible. But, you know, some shit ain't, it just ain't in the works. It just ain't made to be, you know, being her ain't bit, or you and her or whatever, y'all just ain't made to be together. You can't fucking exclude the kids from being a part of your life. You know, that's fucked up. All right, I'm going to let Matt go and then the professor. Professor, you claiming them kids? What you think, Matt? I mean, I think it's cool on her part. I mean, because if you look at it, if I mean, he ain't gonna be able to do nothing anyway. If the, if the child support too high, he ain't making enough. He ain't gonna have no paycheck or everything going to child support, so he ain't gonna be able to do nothing extra for the kid. Uh, mm-hmm. If he get behind in it, then he gonna lose his license or some shit. And then she was talking about something about a trucker's job. So yeah. she still wouldn't have been getting no money anyway. So yeah, that was that was. Um, probably a smart thing to do, and like she said, help him, help them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was a good move. I wish I wish more women was grown up, grown up enough to even think like that. Yeah, but because I was I went through it, and I was taking care of my uh, child and still on child support. I was spending just as much, or not more outside of child support as I was in child support. And I was paying like uh, uh, like $700 a month or some crazy shit like that. One child. I think oh, the, a lot of the um, eyes get put more on the, the financial part of it. And I don't think a lot of people think about the time aspect. I think the time with the child is almost just as valuable as the money. Does the money. Absolutely. It's not more. The time is more valuable more than the valuable, money. Right. The money the money you can you know to, today you might be broke tomorrow you can have money right. the relationship the time is something you can't put a price tag on because that's exactly. time you can't get back if you're not spending time with your kid and then this is what you end up having grown up grown kids growing up and they finally meeting they, their father or or meeting a parent and they right. about to bury them so the time to me is way more valuable, way more precious memories price tag. But if you are not putting in either, what is your expectation? Are you expecting the world to bow down to you and you don't have any responsibility? No, that you have to do something. There has right. to be some contributions. If if you're like Shannon was saying, picking the kid up, like helping with maybe daycare expenses. If you're not working, there's no reason for you to not watch your kid. Um right. That that doesn't make sense. There's some way that you should be working together for the better of the kid. Right. Professor, what you think, buddy? So um I definitely I definitely like what she did, and I definitely agree that it is situational. Um <clears throat> when I'm working down the social services, I've encountered many females that like someone else stated, um, like like Shannon kind of was talking about. When you apply for certain programs, the, the child's father either needs to be on the case mm-hmm. or you have to put the child's father on child support because the state doesn't give you anything for free. Right. 
they want to recoup some of that money back. Mm -hmm. So here you have a scenario. And they count that money because if you are getting child support, they count that against your income. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm sure so, um, one of the conversations I've had with several different females is that they didn't really want to put their child's father on child support because he was actually doing what he was supposed to do. He was doing the best that he could do, right? Yeah. And what they felt like was that putting him on child support would be like a slap in the face to him, especially yeah. if he's doing the best that he can. So my, yeah. my answer to that was always talk to him. Let him know your scenario. I know one thing, I think I, we talked about this one time before on the show. One thing that, that people... And and I'm not being sexist when I say this, but one thing that I think women don't exclude out of the possibility that maybe you shouldn't have the child during the time period that you're trying to get your your situation together. Why can't the child's father take care of the child while you try to get some things going in your own life? I mean, that that's a possibility as well, too, because if that is the, the hindrance in you moving forward, then allow the child's father to be the father and take care of your child. If you're telling me he's such a good man, he's doing the best that he can. Well, allow him to have that full responsibility for a time period while you, you know, go to school, whatever it is you want to do. But if that's not an option or whatever that scenario is, then, you know, you need to do whatever you need to do to better yourself. I'm not trying to figure that out, you know, for anybody. Again, it is situational. I like what she, what she did. And besides just with, um, the, the child support thing. I just had this conversation last night. You know, men are more willing to help women out in scenarios when they need help. It's very few scenarios where a woman is willing to help a man out to better himself in the relationship because men do it for women in the relationship and that's okay. But it's almost like frowned upon when a woman helps the man out to be better in his life, financially help the man out to be better in his life. Um, so that he can be a, a valuable player in that, that relationship. She would either rather dominate the relationship or she would let him go because in her mind, he's not, he's not adequate enough to, to be a part of her life. Even if he checks off all the boxes because financially he's not there, he's not a good fit. But she's financially in a position where she could have helped him and made him a valuable player in that relationship and decided not to. I like that this woman said that it made more sense for me to help him to get a career where he can take care of himself and also take care of our child. And what that also does is that reinforces to that child that it's okay <clears throat> to struggle. It's okay. Cause children, children may not understand everything, but they see everything. And as they get older, they start to develop ideas about what have what has happened in the past. If you sit there and you think about it for a minute, you can replay some scenarios that happened between your mother and your father. And whether or not you could put your finger on it, then you could put your finger on it. Now, you may not be 100 percent correct, but you got some ideas about what happened. That's the same thing that happens with these children in, in these types of scenarios. Mom did a great job. But again, it is definitely situational because there are some scenarios that I've heard about where I, I said the same exact thing. And what the girl told me was she told him that she was not going to take him down for child support. She paid for him to go to college or she gave him the money to go to college. He went and bought some weed and was selling fucking weed and fucked up all the money. Yeah. Never went to college. 
was flipping it. I see your point. That depends on the woman because right. I see women do that. I see uh-huh. some women that will tear a man down and make him feel like they are beneath them and they are are an in, are inadequate. But then I also see some women that do hold their men down that are helping them study and get certifications and get through school that have sat there. And, and I mean, I, I know some people, I could even say some stuff like I've always stood by mine. Like I don't, I, that's just who I am. That's just what I am. I don't define my relationship based off of to me, material things, because that's something that we can build together. Mm. You have to have a foundation. It has to be something right. to build off of. So I feel like it depends on the woman. Cause when you're strong enough, you don't, you're not worried about that because you know where you can go. You know where the, the potential is and you're willing to work with that. But there are a lot of women that don't, but I do know a lot of women that do, that will mm-hmm. uplift and encourage their men that I've seen some guys come from nothing and they making moves now because mm-hmm. they had a solid person that wasn't like in front of them, but stood beside them to help mm-hmm. guide them. And they complemented each other's strengths and weaknesses. So I think that that's really important. And I mean, you made a great point. I just, I do know some women that do mm-hmm. definitely do that. Right. You're tuned into the Cooling the Gang Show live every Tuesday night. We come on at 6 p.m. I'm about to change. Like, this is a podcast. We can end the show whenever we want. We may end at 7.30. Whenever I'm ready to end, we're just going to end the show. Uh, so I'm not going to say 6 to 8 anymore. I'm not going to put myself in the box. Like, once I finish these last two videos, I might just say, hey, <laughs> Peace. Or if we go over eight o'clock and we um we uncut we at do. eight o'clock. Yeah, so I, I can't even say uh, I can't even say sixteen <laughs> because we usually come on at like six fifteen. I don't know. What's up, Nels? Uh, we opened up the show with one of your posts, Nels. You missed it. He was late today, buddy. Um, <laughs> do we get overtime if we go past eight? We need you need Remy Ma. Are you done? Are you done? I'm gonna find that for y'all next week. That's All right, we got week. some comments in the room. We'll get those and then I'll move on to another vid- video. Um yeah, Dina. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's um <laughs> he's, he my right. he's my dad. He's my dad. Say it. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't walk into it. What's up, Maisha? Um, so I think I think Dina sent me this video right here, and I have I watched a little bit of it, but I, I didn't get to um really see it. So we watching this for the first time together. But I signed a purity contract when I was eight and your parents co-sign it, your pastor. At eight? Do they even explain what sex is before that? Not really. Apparently this is what I need to do in order for Jesus to love me and my parents to love me. So I'll do it. It makes me wonder who thought of this concept. Probably a man. Yeah, absolutely. I had a pregnancy scare when I was like 16. My dad was so furious with me. Um, He didn't speak to me for two weeks. And I remember one of the things he said to me was like, I can't believe you didn't wait. Your mother waited. And that always stuck with me. So when we're having this conversation on my podcast, she basically dropped and said that, no, she wasn't a virgin when she got married. Uh, so you've been just going along with this life yeah, all like, the time? Y'all been shaming me for having sex when you did the very same thing? The fuck? I was so mad, but also <laughs> I just felt really honored. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to share that with me, but I signed a purity contract. 
So the question is, what beliefs have you inherited? Oftentimes in childhood, we inherit beliefs from our parents, their religions or our cultures that that we never truly examined or understood. Uh, for what is her name? Evian White. She signed a purity contract at eight. What was some beliefs you've inherited but don't actually believe? Share below. Mm-hmm. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. <laughs> Shannon is not for, for the record. Shannon is not pregnant. I thought that, but I didn't want to say no, nothing because no. I didn't want to put no business out there. Chase was cool. the last monster to be born into this house. Um, they pulled Chase out. The doctor was kind enough to let me help tie her tubes. I put in one of the best um, Boy Scout knots that I've ever made in my life. Um, so, who said Shannon was pregnant though? My because Shannon was sick, said her, her stomach hurt, and she ran away. Said she about to throw up. If she about to throw up. I was like, mm, oh, oh, damn! I missed that. I should, I should have been on that. Look, so don't nobody on cooling Mayberry. Don't text me later, like Mike uh, G. Don't text me. No, you, you know I am. You know I am. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm glad Myisha said it because I thought it when she said no, I'm about to throw up. I was about to say, Oh, Mike playing the dead scene. I might run with it. I'm gonna run with it anyway, Mike. No, I'm gonna run with it anyway. No, no, no. I know exactly who to call and tell them that Shannon uh-huh. pregnant. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. We, we got a grievance. We got a grievance to uh-huh. HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got I know exactly who to call when I got the phone and tell them that Shannon pregnant. Or Shannon might be pregnant. Mm. Mike I'm gonna send y'all some. Mike I'm gonna send y'all some pampers. I'm gonna send Mike some pampers. This shit. Gender reveal party. <laughs> Mike be cut up. Special. Oh, he was really talking. He was serious about. I was ending at seven thirty. No, I'm about to say because he went dark as a mud. Didn't he turn the lights off? Oh, you got mad. You got mad because we thought you because we said your wife pregnant. <laughs> now he got it on mute because he don't want nobody hearing nothing. Take it off mute, Mike. Now he trying to act like he's scrolling through, trying to do some work. We don't, this, we don't have this problem. We have guests on the show. Nope. Goddamn power went out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See how dark it got over here? have <laughs> turned off the light. He trying to say the power went out. <laughs> Look, we going to have Maisha on the show because Maisha, Maisha said, where Linnea go? She, uh, her power went out too. Everybody, power went out. Yeah, as soon as that question was asked. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um. So, what are your beliefs? Have y'all inherited any beliefs from your parents? That. Mm, I think this is more so fucking cultural type shit. I, I don't. I don't. Do colors really have these type of things? Hmm. I think depending on how, like, of course, you know, y'all know I came up heavy in the church, so there were I, some beliefs. Right, I guess if, if he was like a Jehovah Witness, maybe. Uh, but even even being in the church, I mean, a purity contract. Like, I've heard yeah, of them before. You know, the best parents that go through go to extremes just because they want to control what their kids mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. they'll borderline lie to you about any and everything. We've all experienced it just because. That is what our parents were exposed to and how they also grew up. So in our generation coming up. That don't make it right, though. And no, it doesn't. They use that as a tactic of control and and, and use, well, used fear as a tactic to control. Mm -hmm. So if 
if I'm saying this, God won't love you, God won't like you, we won't like you, you're, you're borderline saying to them, if you don't do this, we'll disown you. So that's a, you're instilling fear as, as a way to control. Um, yes. Unfortunately, that's what they're doing. I don't agree with it. I don't feel like that signing a purity contract at the age of eight and you don't even really understand what's going on and then crucifying your kid because you're lying to them about your what you've done to keep your lie and your the fear going to control them with a lie. I don't like that. Like I'm honest with mine. As honest as I can be because I want to create that safe space. I can't expect mine to come to me and be open with me with questions and concerns and be transparent if I'm not willing to do the same to you know for them. So that's the approach that I take. But yes. I don't I don't like this at all. Our parents been lying to us all our lives about little secrets. Shit like that. If you keep doing your face like that, it's gonna get stuck. Shit right. like that. Stupid shit. Right. Yeah, motherfucker. But let me tell you one thing my mother always used to tell me, and I ain't seen this motherfucker yet. I, every time she left the house, I say, where you going? I'm going to see a man about a horse. I ain't seen that motherfucker. <laughs> so you still look for a horse, right? Y'all should have a fucking ranch. <laughs> so, so I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know so how Dina, to feel about that. Dina asks, do we put too many expectations on our children based on beliefs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to say no. I think sometimes... I say yeah, I guess. But I think sometimes... Like like Mayberry was saying, it's probably a control thing. I think we put so much on our children out of the fear of them doing some shit they probably ain't got no business doing. Like, I don't want my daughter to be fucking as a man. And then I think, well, she could be a lesbian. I'd rather a lady be licking on her than some boy doing nasty shit to her that I probably did to her mother. Bruh. All right, let me let me I wanna read this to y'all because um uh you know I'll 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 brother um King Randall had posted this on his page. There is too much evidence pointing to the fact that children should not be on social media. I get it. You want to be the fun parent and you want your kids to know about technology or whatever the case may be. But protecting your children from the many ill effects of social media is worth the child being annoyed by you. We are finally being able to see more concrete data over years of research on how social media results in mental issues for young people and how it creates unrealistic standards for young people. Um, then he goes and says, I keep telling parents, get these phones out of your children's hands. It's destroying them. Everyone wants to wait until it's too late. Um, so, and the only reason I read this was ba- like, so beliefs and expectations and what we place on our children It's not always a bad thing because especially today and I know none of us wanted to ever say it or have to ever say it. It ain't like when we was growing up mm-hmm. and I used to hate when my mother used to say that like you, you know you hate but it's really not like it's not. Mm-hmm. It's so many other different battles that our children will have to go against that we really didn't. Right. And, and it's coming in different ways where like um when I tell I tell Chase all the time, don't be worried about the internet. But that shit is forever. Yeah, if something like this, what we're doing right now, this show, like it's out there now. It, it is. This is out there forever, and it will never go away. Water. 
G taking that money from me in elementary school and middle school. Y'all only know about that because I tell you, you can't see it. Right. Let me cash up this nigga six dollars and fifteen cents. You can see everything now because they're gonna record it. Like fights from back in the day when we were coming up, that we those crazy fights that we seen. We got that footage of that. Yeah, mentally remember that shit, you know. But these kids, they videotaping everything, then they post it. It's always gonna be out there. I totally agree with this statement because, and this is why, like, all right, I'll be the I'll be the parent that. I set screen time, you know, mm -hmm. and then you can break it down based off of like, you know, certain applications, whether it's arts and entertainment, it's social media, you know, what do you want your children to see? Right. And I mean, that's what I'd have caught so much flack. I, I, um, I'm glad somebody is saying it because I come from the IT world. I see just how with us on a daily basis, just sitting in front of our computers today yes. and we're teleworking. And your eyes are hurting. You know, you're sitting and looking at the screen. People's backs have been hurting because they're uncomfortable. They don't have the proper equipment and tools at home and stuff like that. So you deal with that. But these children are sitting, they're at home. They got iPads, TV, they got phones, all of these devices, social media, a lot of stuff. I was just talking to somebody recently about this when we had the option to avoid the news. You know, we weren't smacked with a lot of the sadness, depressions, the killings and all of that stuff. We didn't know it unless we were we watched the news. And a lot of the times if we did, it was because we came in the room when we shouldn't have when we were kids and our parents might have been watching it. But we weren't really tuned in to watch the news. Right now, these kids have the news at their fingertips all day, every day. I don't find out stuff because I've watched it on the news. I find out the stuff because of my kid coming to me and saying, hey, Ma, this is what's going on. Hey, my, this is what's this. And that's because right. they have access to that, which in, in which we did not. So unfortunately, they're exposed to a whole lot more. Um, just think about the kids right now growing up and knowing that we are at war. You know, they experienced a pandemic. You know, now we're going through this. I think people need to really understand what mental health is really about to look like in the next couple of years. Yes. That's the that's the bigger conversation. It's like, all right, yeah, these kids. What are these kids in a couple of years going to have to endure from a mental health perspective? Because we we locked them up and left them in the house for like a whole year during COVID. Then we let them out to get free. We we, we got this. What are we What are we saying? What's the, the It's a bigger conversation, and I think it, mental health is really going to be the the uh, the thing that people really need to be aware of, and it's not something that you can see. It's not a scratch. It's not a scar. Mm -hmm. Like people are really fucked up, depressed. It's serious. And the kids are the biggest ones that's going through it. And, and a lot of the parents don't even know it, unfortunately. Exactly. So is it so that's so so beliefs or, you know, so it's, it's not unfair to put beliefs on your children and kind of have that range mm -hmm. like that contract. Um, I saw one of the comments said it was um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to bounce back and forth, but I, I want to. But I signed a purity one, contract. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One of the comments said that it was um, mental and emotional abuse to sign paperwork about your sex life before oh. you know what it's even about. Mm. Now, I guarantee that same person is the one amen and everything that Dwayne Wade doing in his house. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> like you can't like that's a whole nother story. But you can't. That's what gets me about people these days. But we'll say that for another show. But I don't think that you should instill fear. Beliefs is one right. thing. 
me sitting with you and us reading over something from what we believe is something totally different than instilling fear in, in me to control me with a belief. Because you'll have a lot of people that will stand behind the Bible and use that as a way to be negative, use that as a way to attack you. And they think because they brought God up or they, they got the Bible in their hand that it justifies the behavior and the action. And a lot of people hide behind the Bible to be assholes, to be ignorant, to be rude, to be nasty to people and to control people by saying, well, God said this. No, 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 no. You said that. Right. You're just trying to use God as a way for you to push that on me. That's the difference. That control, that putting fear to control somebody, but having beliefs and, and raising your family in accordance to that, I don't feel like is a problem. I don't. Mm-hmm. Right, anybody I agree that's with you, I agree with you on that. I just didn't like how her father put all that pressure on her, talk, trying to shame her. And I think that's what a lot of parents some of those, I but was he, was he really off track? I mean, she said she had a pregnancy scare at 16, so obviously, what he said, or it had, or it had the reverse effect on her to where she wanted to kind of, in all honesty, I was going to say, but in all honesty, when you're as a kid, a lot of the times when our parents told us not to do stuff, it made us want to do it more, yes, because you're, cur- think- you're more curious at a certain point where you're like, and you, and then you kind of feel like. That that again, that fear that that fear then comes with anxiety. Right. So she's sitting here and trying to conform to something that is not realistic or obtainable. No, they never crucifying a child because they were being intimate at an age when you know you was out here fighting and laying it low and spreading it wide. So mm-hmm. what you don't want your kid to be the hoe that you was? Well, then just tell them that. So I think so. That 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 is that will be that would. That would be the- I don't want you to be the whole I was. Man, I went down this path. I got the clap. I had the issues and the scratches. Tell your kid, keep it above with your kid. Yeah, I think that. Tell your kid, hey, if you going to get shot, if you go ahead and put your if you put your pussy on the table, you gonna get shot in the face. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> so I think that's you know, you know, right. nah, nah, fuck that. I think for the it's not to be. Uh, for the for that, I don't think it's to be. I don't think it's more for the kid. I think it's for the parent. Like I like I said, I I don't want my kid to go through the same thing that I did or the path that I went down. So you have to make up some shit to like not have the kid. And which, like you said, because I can't tell, I can't, I can't tell my son I was out here fucking, fucking him and fucking thirty five women. You know what I mean? On a, on a Sunday. Nah, you, you you don't you can't do that. You can't be telling your kids you out here giving out pussy on both sides of your drawers. Details, but you don't have to tell your kid they gonna get shot up if they sitting there and they. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna tell my I'll tell my next door that don't, if you out here giving pussy, where you gonna get shot in the face? She gonna keep up pussy in her panties because she don't wanna get shot in the face. When, I, when that came up with um with one of my girls, what I did, she looked she looked at it as punishment at the time, but I made her write me an essay about sex, um and everything that comes along with it, pregnancy, sexual transmitted diseases, and things of that nature. So she thought it was a punishment at the time, but later on she realized that she was getting educated on you know what I mean sex and the things that come along with it. So even though it looked like a punishment on on her end, which helped me out kind of. You know what I mean? But she she understood after that, after reading through all of that, 
um, in writing the essay, she understood where I was coming from and what I was trying to accomplish with having her do that. So it's more about education than fear. You know, what I mean, that's that's the route I go with it. All right, can I read a purity pledge to y'all? So this is one I just found online at uh, moderndayprincess.net. My purity pledge. With confidence in the power of God to strengthen me, I make a promise this day to God, my family, myself, and my future husband to remain sexually pure from this day until the day I give myself as a wedding gift to my husband. I commit to surrounding myself with mentors, family, and friends who will encourage me in the endeavor and to keeping these lines of communication open and honest so I am accountable to them as well as to my heavenly father. I know that God requires this of me because he loves me deeply and has a blessing, a beautiful plan for my for my life and that he will reward me for my faithfulness, both in this life and the next. See, now, I don't know about all I always. That's a bit much. Don't save yourself till you get married because you wait and then you get married and the person you get with is just trash. You know what I mean? Then you can be like, this is what I <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> you so start I, having sex once you get engaged. I say that. All right, so I, I remember I think it was a movie. I think it was a movie. It's gotta be a movie. But I can't think of what it was. It might have been a porno or something like that. I don't know. But the girl was a virgin, but she was only having sex in the ass. So she <laughs> felt that the it's like <laughs> I, I can't think of what it was. It's a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> but she was only having sex and she was only fucking in the ass because if she gave it's vaginal sign. sex, is she, she it's wasn't a virgin no more. Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm like, Jolie, that's how she is. But this is the thing that's getting me about y'all. Like, nobody has shit to say about the eight, nine, ten year old person over at Dwayne Wade's house, but everybody got something to say about this man's contract. Like, you motherfuckers is hypocrites. Like, what you mean? I don't remember that conversation, so I don't know who you talking yeah, about. Yeah, all that shit wrong over there to me, bro. You, that's, you know, just don't let a motherfucker just get free reign. With, but with everybody's going off calling this father sexually, this, he mentally abused the child because this, first of all, this contract is not aggressive, it's not abrasive. It's, I mean, if, if this is what you believe, this is what you believe, but. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Our, our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, you know, they was it was, you know, it was hus hus. You know, you, you know you got here. You know, grandma got here. <laughs> got here. Grandma, big mama got four big mama got 14 kids, so you know what she was doing, right? <laughs> so how did they how did they hello? Do as I do as I say, do as I say, and not as I do. Just because I was out here fucking at twelve years old, your ass is supposed to wait till you get seventeen. Young, like like you can't just start having fourteen kids at fucking thirty. Like no, no, you can't. No, you can't. Back then, like things was happening like early. Like it was some shotgun weddings. Pow pow, got in the family way. So Nikki said, I think parents want their child to wait, but it may not be realistic for every child. Definitely Maybe. not realistic. I agree with that. But I don't see anything wrong with a purity pledge, even at eight years old. Like, first of all, eight years old. First of all, eight today is not eight when we was coming up. We was outside. Like NJ Rich said, girls had cooties when we was eight. 
eight years old today. They, Shit, they, I'm they, I'm 58, and some girls still got cooties, but I don't. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> they about, today, if they got a cell phone and Instagram, they already know about OnlyFans. They know more than me. They hunching. What the fuck? Oh yeah, that? hunching. I remember hunching What's when we was kids. Yeah, buddy. I think you. I think you. I think. Yeah, I think you city folks. You city folks call it. Yeah. We used to play the hunching. Yeah, you city folks was rubbing pants. Us country people, we were hunching. That makes sense, though. I heard that shit somewhere before. Like, what the fuck is hunching? Oh, yeah. Y'all was rubbing pants. We called it hunching. We were hump game. Humping. Humping, hunching. And we was playing a hump game in elementary school. So, I mean, eight years old is not, I think, I don't think eight is, I don't think there's anything wrong with eight with. I mean, if depending on the child, let's say that, right, exactly. like you know your child, and obviously this parent, this father knew something about her. <laughs> obviously, why, you I mean, to, why you trying to make her sound like she? He thought that she was a fast ass just from looking at it. Right. She, she had a pregnancy scare. Pregnancy scare sixteen. So he and and some I'm of y'all probably not being had y'all a little but... scared too. Some of y'all no. probably had y'all a little scared when y'all no. probably skeeted up in something and they know. Huh? Cut the crap. Asking the boy questions. Yeah. Cut it. Y'all know y'all y'all that went not, up and seen without a, negative, a rain it's coat. Not a negative shot. Y'all know y'all that went up out with something without a rain coat on. And you were scared. And, and you right. You were from the window to the wall to the sweat down your balls. And our parents knew us, and they should have. Say that shit again, Maybach. Say it again. Skeet, skeet, yeah, man. Say that shit, Maybach. This dude. Bro, he probably saw he's doing a twerk in that seven. That's why he got to sign a contract at eight. But guess what? If she's working at seven, that contract ain't shit. She's still going to shake that ass. She's still going to shake it. It's better than She's going to be throwing a piece of paper at the boy when he pull it out. No, she's going to twerk on that thing. She, mm-mm. Come on now. Stop lying. Throw that ass in the circle. Yeah, buddy. Hey. What's, what's the things called when you put the lock in? cheeks clay. Chastity <laughs> belts or some shit. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, 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 it's funny as you said, though, Mac. You know, back medieval times, chastity belts was a real fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Professor, you, you know? Know? I'm going to ride on my horse. I'm going to split up and get my shit away. What do you think, um, buddy? I, all he did was paraphrase something that's in the Bible about waiting until you get married to have sex. That's essentially what he did. Um, do I think there's anything wrong with it? I don't know. That's that's a circumstantial thing. I I, I know that the little girl didn't understand what she was signing. Um, mm-hmm. Just like she go to church and don't understand what she's reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know. If you feel as though that's what you need to do, to 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 try to keep your children in line and that method work for you or whatever you feel like that's gonna work for you then I don't know I guess I guess try it out you know one thing I, I've learned just from listening to different people there really is no 100% right way to parent a child or parent children like it's it's, it's really trial and error because something that worked for another parent may not work for you. You might do the exact same thing, mimic the exact same behavior and get a whole different result. You know, so if that's what he felt like he needed to do for that that child, then you know it makes sense. But all things considered, 
that child definitely did not know what they were signing. Had had no clue um, of what that meant. And and here's another thing: just because you sign something, don't mean it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like I like what G said, that's not really for the child. It was more so for the parent. Mm-hmm. That was more so to make him feel better about the fact that he did put some type of something out there that maybe on the, in the back of her mind when she's getting ready to do something. She might say, you know what? I agreed to do X, Y, and Z. My father, I respect my father. So because I respect my father, I'm just not going to do certain things. And I have encountered females like that, that because they have a certain love or respect for their, their fathers in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't do certain things or get involved with, with certain things. I mean, I did that for my father. I ain't afraid to say like my father act, made me promise him that I wouldn't do nothing until I graduated high school. And on graduation day, boy, I fucked everything in the room. <laughs> but I listened to what he said. Like I made that promise to him. Like, but Was that a belief? Or was that? Yeah, well, it was his just, belief that he didn't want to fuck me up. That's not a belief. That's, what, <laughs> that's, that's, them, that's your father coming out and telling you specifically what he do and don't want you to do for what specific reason. Right. Not he saying, believes in the education. Not saying he believes that, that a child would fuck not, my education up at a young age. Come on, that's Mike. Belief, if, if that's I'm what saying. he believes. He All believes, right, I don't think it I don't think it was a belief. I think it was just more so of an OG telling a young boy what not to do. You know what I'm saying? It's not so much a belief. It was more so your dad telling you or showing you or giving you the path to be successful. You know what I mean? So that's what he if, 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 I go, if I go wrong, y'all need to look up the word. Y'all need to look up belief. All right. Y'all really need to look up belief. If I right, go ahead, look up, go ahead, Wikipedia, nigga. Go ahead. Wikipedia, ass smart guy. Pull it up. Yeah, I think, I think, I think every time you say belief, everybody thinks religion or something like. No, what's the what's the goddamn what's the definition? Come on. Okay, the definition is an acceptance that a uh, that a statement is true or that something exists. Something one accepts as true or real, and and, and a religious. Conviction is the next definition of it. But it's like they say just because you believe it don't mean it's true. True. And that's why people was having sex at 16 and had to sign paperwork. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that is human behavior. Just shut your ass up. I'm tired. <laughs> Coolie, I'm done with you. You always try to find a way. You are the most go against the grain ass nigga I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what belief is. What you fit, what what her father felt was true, even though he didn't have no no explanation, no no proof, no receipts. He had y'all keep saying he had proof. This man had proof. He knew his child. He had proof, and he was right. And she even said he was right. But sixteen, we were all most of us was wild at sixteen. And and below and above that, some of, you, some of these some of the people y'all was smashing, getting y'all meat washed in the hallways at the schools and all not types me. of stuff, not fucking me. behind the bleachers. that well out of the house for whatever reason, working school to get yes. you know this floppy toppy. So why y'all fronting? Not me. Not me. <laughs> 
They only school get on a bus. No, I will leave school. I right, that's what I said. Bus. To go ahead and get some sloppy toffee, you know. Yeah. Random cheese. Somebody's cousin, somebody's sister. Mm-hmm. All right, it's seven fifty-two. Okay, wrap oh. wrap it up. <laughs> uh, that's the problem, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. Wrap it up. Hey, you know what? When you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, "Boys in the Hood." When Lawrence Fishburne asked him. Well, what did you use? He said, I used the numbers you gave me. So you didn't use nothing? (laughs) 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 Final thoughts? Damn. Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap it up. Shout out to Mac. Got my got finally got me some new yeah. shit. Got my new shit. And it's so comfortable, yo. What is this? Yeah. I got a new spot now. Feel like I'm wrapped in love, yo. Yeah, I got Thanks. a new spot. Man, this shit feel good, yo. Um, what's the three account on this motherfucker? <laughs> uh who who am I? Come on, y'all. Somebody, why I always gotta pick somebody. Like we've been doing the same thing for 50, 11 years, and I still got this. I don't. Let me close and holes. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> Bruh. All right, somebody take me to church. G, since you put your head down, you want to say the sermon and pray and shit. Yeah. Give me your final thoughts, buddy. I ain't got no final. I ain't got no goddamn final. Let the horse before the carriage push your ass to the uh, next destination. <laughs> Amen. Damn. <laughs> that wasn't um, good enough. Anything, anything you want to add, Mayberry? Um, I don't know. Okay, no, don't be afraid of change. Change is good. Change gives you an opportunity to grow and evolve and explore something that you might not have ever done. So, whatever it is that might be holding you back. If it's change, explore it. Explore the opportunity of change. Um, and yeah, tech your girl out tomorrow, Wednesdays, every Wednesday, seven to nine. Slick talk on a blazing radio, and you can follow us on at Talk That Slick. Yep, that's all I got. Support ninjas. Support. Talk that slick. I can't never get through on the phone line. I've been trying to do a prank call, and I can't never get through. That was God. It was. <laughs> I've been having some shit lined up. Like I got the voice and everything. I just want somebody to like. Ain't nobody gonna know it's you. I got call ID. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's you. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, you don't read the numbers when I call you. <laughs> you gonna call and sound like Grover from off of Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, you got um, call from Chase cell phone. <laughs> But thank y'all for the support, though. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Are you having fun? Huh? Are you having fun? Am I having fun? It is a lot. That's why, I mean, G gonna hate when I say this. I mean, it's a lot being on, being the one man running everything. You know, the sound sound effects, you know, all of the different social media platforms all at one time, and then they get kicked off the music. 
He is glowing. So <laughs> glowing. Yes. So Mike, yes, I understand. Even when you threw a deuce up at us, I understand why. When shit don't work, it make you want to throw up a deuce. So I respect you, Cooley. That's it. I ain't going off that shit. Fuck him. Damn, <laughs> G. We had Mac on the board. He was he didn't utilize Mac. He was letting Mac push one button. And he, he got control issues. Mike got- <laughs> He don't. He don't want nobody. He don't want nobody to help him. I think about the episode of Martin where he does the what he does. What he do? A talent show, written by Mike, screenplay by Mike, produced by Mike. Mike on the grip board. He wants it to be Mike, so he gets no sympathy from me. He, Mac was on the motherfucking board for for like six months, and Mac had no, one button to push. Was Mac, Mac went from the couch to Mac on the board, and Mac got to push one motherfucking button. Mac got to start the show. Mike wanted to do the music. Mike wanted to turn everybody Mike off and shit like that. Fuck that. Mike. Fuck Mike. On the mic. Look, Mike, I tried. I knew G was going to give it to you. I knew it. You know, Mike, Mike went got a big-ass microphone like he was about to rack, like a hot 16 and shit. Mike, Mike, microphone was bigger than everybody's on the table. Mike had Beats headphones. We had regular shitty five dollar headphones. I think, I think one time me and Rudy had to share a microphone. I believe when we was passing headphones back and forth, something crazy. Yeah, fuck and that. Then we, and then we got a sponsor. Level one helped us out with all that. Amen. And then Mike microphone got bigger. Then he had a screen and shit like he was in the booth. Yeah. Damn. And he got a new beat. And then he got a new beard. That's exactly what happened. In that order. Mm-hmm. Bigger mm-hmm. microphone, bigger screen, they got a bigger beard. You out, Mike. Lene, did you have anything you would like to oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, is everyone, you know, revisit. We were all young once. Please don't put so much pressure on your kids. Think that. When you were that age, did you really have all your shit together? No, no you didn't. So, youth is a beautiful thing. Leave them alone. But do guide them. Please guide them. New episodes this week? Yep. I'm, I'm actually going to be probably dropping three. So they, they've been, they've been hot already. Uh, everybody went. Professor, anything you'd like to uh, say or add that I'm incapable or uh, inefficient or I... Uh, what what else, my G? Uh, you talking about yourself? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, Professor, anything before I hit this button? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, well, yeah, one thing. Try to take some time for yourself. Everything you don't need to always be on social media. Um. And that's one thing these the younger generation doesn't understand because it's always something going on. It's always an interesting topic, or at least to them, it's an interesting topic. Um, you got to unplug a little bit. You got to move away from the from from the machine. Sometimes, <clears throat> you know, sometimes logging out is not good enough. You got to disable it or whatever you need to do to just to just to put it down for a second, <clears throat> um, because it can be a, it can be a bit much. This shit, especially when you, all you're seeing is drastic things happening to people and negative shit just constantly man 
um, there was a guy that made a statement about what's the downside of too much information. And he was like, I don't know, but we're going to find out in the next couple of years. Like these kids really have way too much access to way too much information, whether it's true, false, or indifferent doesn't even matter. It's just way too much information. Once upon a time, we had to get them fucking Encyclopedia Britannicas and find shit, you know, all of that. Now, type of a button, social media tells everything. They lie about every damn thing. And, um, you know, it's just a, a, a sad scenario. So, yeah, just unplug a little bit. Try to encourage your children to get off the, get off the social media. I know you can't control everything, but when they're in your house, you need to have some sort of guide. You need to have some sort of control. Listen, you can be on there from this time to this time. If they do it outside the house, then they just do it outside the house. But as long as you're in that house, there got to be some type of rules and regulations and shit. Thanks. I agree. Well, I'll see y'all next week. Dang. That's all you had? See y'all next week. <laughs> I'm putting all you niggas on notice. You're running shit like Death Row Records and shit. <laughs> Love you too, Mike. <laughs> Get into the Queen of the King show on Blockworks Radio. Find the clue. Cause I'm trying to discover.